Welcome back to Free Game B Podcast. It's your boy JYBI, aka Pixie the Fairy, aka Just JY, aka the Supreme Queen. This week we have a very, very special guest, Kenneth Oville, my cousin and soul brother, and he's going to share a little bit of his experience as a creative. I hope you all enjoy. Mwah. yourself and give what okay you know what all right go ahead introduce yourself then shit name is kenneth ovial creative mind i I think that the the things that i do and and my talents are far too many to try to name so i'm just say creative mind you better okay (laughs) All right, so um, I have a few questions for you. Yes, go um, ahead. They're, they're very random and all over the place, like myself. So I'll just jump right in. So um, earlier last week, I guess, we had a conversation about gratitude. Mm-hmm. So the first question is going to be, what are you most grateful about about your journey so far? Um, I would say what I'm most grateful for right now is the ability to sit inside of gratitude. Um, I think that when you finally get to a wavelength that you can operate inside of gratitude at a consistent basis, um, I think it kind of like allows you to go into this trance and to where you're not just I think you're not just actively grateful, but you're at a subconscious level, you're grateful. You just always like just being thankful for everything, for, you know, the breath in your body, for, mm-hmm. you know, the moving parts in your life, to the food that you ate, to the ability to lay down in a bed. Like you're just grateful for everything, for the little bit of peace, for, you know, just for every single right. thing. And I, I like really being able to sit inside of that man, that takes you kind of like, it's almost like euphoric. You know, sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I'm high without being high. You know? Hello? (laughs) When I'm, like, inside, I'm like, oh, God. Like, I feel like I'm floating on clouds just being full of gratitude for everything. So, like, yeah, I'm grateful for being able to sit inside of gratitude. As ironic as that sounds, that's, yeah. Right. It seems so ridiculous. Like when you think about it, like, damn, I don't know why I'm so happy, but I can really think about like 10 things right now that I have personally or that I can appreciate about my life right now that somebody doesn't have, like having a home or having something to eat Uh and things like that. It it is looked over by the collective. So I can agree with that. So, the next question I have for you, since you said you are a creative, um, if you guys don't know, one of the things my cousin is very, very good at, good at is writing. So, I'll ask, who or what inspires you to create or write? Oh, I have so many inspirational figureheads when it comes to writing. Um, 
you know, me being black and being queer, I'm inspired by Bill Hooks and mm-hmm. by James Baldwin and Toni Morrison yes. and Asada. And I mean, the list goes on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but they all moved me at different times and in different moments. Um, right. I say that the thing that inspires me the most it oftentimes is other black queer men. Um, it's because I, I'm able mm-hmm. to see myself in them. I'm able to recognize the nuances and levels and layers at which they operate and move through this world. And I just want to tell their stories. And same thing that goes right. for black women. I'm in such awe of black women. So those two, in an abstract about way, are the ones who move me the most to write words that pay homage to them and give edifice to their existence in the cosmos. So black queer men and black women specifically um, are those people who inspire me the most. Because those two groups are mostly looked Mm -hmm. over. So Mm -hmm. I can absolutely relate to that. So the next question is, which methods do you use to determine who your target audience is? When I'm writing? Yes. Um, I never write with an intended uh, target audience, unless it's something that's been commissioned by somebody. Other than that, I use the, the, the current, you know, zeitgeist. Uh, whatever's going on in the world or in my community or online that I'm, you know, privy to, to inspire my writing or the things that move me tragically. Like most recently, I've been doing a lot of um, poems and proses that have been dedicated to black trans women because my sisters are dying at an alarming rate and they fall at the very bottom of the scale that people place value of things people place value of in this world and so i've been Mm -hmm. painting for them i've been writing them poems and just letting them know that you know i'm here for them um and that they won't be forgotten at least not on my watch um because these are the very people who shape a lot of the culture that we that we are we indulge in today from everything you see on on real housewives and so on and so forth, like, they shaped the language and the lingo. You know, like, ballroom culture is big, but ballroom culture started with black trans women. So, yeah. Hello? Hello? This episode is presented by Wild CBD. Wild produces the best tasting edibles on the market using real fruit and all natural flavoring. With flavors inspired by the Pacific Northwest, high quality ingredients, real fruit, and consistent dosing. Wild has become one of the leading cannabis edible producers in the country. Wild's new CBD line currently offers real fruit infused gummies in blackberry, huckleberry, lemon, and raspberry, and CBD infused sparkling water in raspberry, lemon, blackberry, and blood orange. Each gummy is dosed with 25 milligrams of CBD and can be purchased in a bottle of 10 or 20. 
Wild CBD is offering our listeners 30% off of their next purchase from wildcbd.com by using the code POD. That's code POD for 30% off of your next purchase. Wild CBD products are intended only for use by individuals age 18 and older. Wild CBD products should only be consumed as directed on the label and should not be used if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. All wild CBD products are made with ingredients containing 0% THC. Consult with a health professional prior before using wild CBD in combination with any medications or dietary supplements. And that's free game for you. And we're back. Alrighty. You know, that was, um, you know, it's still... I think Mars is in retrograde, so I think that's what I'm going to blame it on. So it actually just turned direct yesterday. Uh, oh, ooh. <laughs> okay, okay, Kenneth, you got me. Correct, you are correct. <laughs> um, what was the last thing you heard me say? I had just finished talking about black trans women. Yes, and I definitely agree with that, and that's definitely an inspiration i thank you for that <laughs> so the next question you are so shady but we'll, i'm gonna let you make it because we're in front of company uh, um, i'm gonna let you make it because we're in front of company okay you are older so <laughs> I'll, I'll give the respect to my elders am. Am. <laughs> how do you begin your research and how do you decide which sources are credible when it comes to your writing. Um, what specific writing are you referring to? Are you referring to like the articles I write? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, um, I source my, my information from a number of websites that I have, you know, bookmarked over the years that I've already vetted and that primarily use black voices and or um, black researchers um, just because I just trust us a lot more. Um, we have a more encompassing perspective versus um, I won't list any websites, but versus some websites that primarily use non-black people of color or non-people no. of color at all. Um, usually their research is limited. Their scope is limited to non-black people so um i use you know sites and sources that i've been using for years okay so you're one of those people who like see an article or a website and you just like save it for later use yeah i'll save that article for later use so i print it out or i put it in my bookmarks tab and sometimes if i have enough time I'll go and research the, the author and I'll also research their citations to see where they got that information and if that inf- the place that they got that information, if it could at some point down the road be a great source um, for me to cite from. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't feel crazy for doing that because I do that a lot as well. But Okay, sweetie. Okay, so the next question I have is, what topic are you most passionate about bringing to your audience? Oh, I would say right now is transcendence of self. That is probably the one that I'm most 
that that's the wave I'm heavy on right now. That's the one I've been riding really, really intentionally for a while. It's just transcending self, you know, rising above our everyday mundane lives and realizing mm-hmm. or constantly um, reminding ourselves that this body is an avatar and mm-hmm. that we are a soul going through a human experience and not the Say other it. And yes. we are meant. We were meant to come here and refine ourselves, um, mm-hmm. because even after this life, our soul continues to live. And I don't know if you're going to be on planet XYPG, all mm-hmm. 525 billion light years from here, or if you're going to be on the backside of another planet that's in our solar system. Who knows? But what I do know is that you won't be in this body again. And I think right. sometimes we get caught up in the madness and the pandemonium that is the world, the pandemic, the elections, the global crises, the national crises, race relations, et cetera, that we forget that our soul is the first purpose of why we are here. And we kind of, um, uh, we don't nur- nurture it. We don't nourish it as much. And th- I mean, there has been a major shift, and I'm sure you see it, where a mm-hmm. lot of us that, um, our uh, our indigenous people to this earth to this planet, how we have started to really take a major shift um, towards a lot of plant based diets and um, mm-hmm. holistic living, which is all beautiful things, which is needed because the higher your human body vibrates and the higher it functions, the the easier it is for your spirit to sit on those wavelengths and reach those frequencies for you to be able to commune with the Orishas, to commune with the creator. Um, so for me right now, like that's the thing that, I, oh, that's the conversation I'm always having, whether with the stranger in the grocery store, whether with my best friend, it's the books I'm reading. Like that's just what I'm on because, you know, I think anybody who's kind of has an elevated mindset like you and I like, or elevated um, a spirit feel, you can kind of mm-hmm. feel the shifting of a lot of things right now. We know that something big is coming, and we're it's coming, right? Like, the yeah, go, the golden age. We're we're coming yeah. up on the, the golden age. Yeah. So this this change that we're feeling, it, it's been coming for a while. For a while we, we've yeah. been war- warned about this, like for a while. So mm-hmm. I definitely understand what you're saying with that. But for me, just like bringing it up, it's just like, uh, like are they gonna understand what I'm saying? Are they gonna? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's no, weird, I, 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 get, I, get, I get what you. I get what you mean. Like sometimes, like not knowing how a person can take something can, sh- you know, move you away from sharing it. But mm-hmm. you know, I, it goes back to like just that that age old adage: like you don't plant the seed and it bloom on the same day. Some right. people have to. Some some days, I'm the person that's that's watering the tree that's about to see its first spring. Sometimes I'm Johnny Appleseed and I'm planting seeds everywhere I go. Like mm-hmm. everybody's not going to be at ready at full bloom. So you plant that seed and somebody else may say something. And, and like, I remember telling my brother about some of the things that I practice, like, you know, my full, my, my moon r- rituals and my meditation yes. practice. And he, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't combat it, but it wasn't until like, you know, recently, which was now three years has passed that he started to adopt it because he has a friend who would talk to him about it more. And he was like, I only listened to him because of the stuff that you had told me. So, you know, just let me know that sometimes all you got to do is sow the seed. Just sow Bruh, the seed. The fact that you just said that, listen, so this last full moon that we just had, I was doing my rituals like I always do. And I just got my 
aunt to do it. And my brother was watching, and he was just like, y'all look crazy, da 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 And now we're coming up on another moon, new moon. And he was like, okay, so what what is it that you do again? So how do you find this? And I was just like, oh, so now you're trying to listen to what I was trying to tell you a while ago. Okay. So, like, that's that's what I mean when I say, like, I don't know when to share the things that I know because it's like I don't want to be looked at like I'm crazy and then years later they would be like okay so now what what is what, that you were trying to tell me yeah but you know you can't control anybody's perception and we know that even though you continuously acquire knowledge nobody knows everything and the point about right. transcending spirit is allowing people grace to finally reach the point to where they're open and ready because everybody's not open and ready to understand the fullness and the vastness of of all creation and of who they are as an individual you know what i'm saying right so because that's who they were like forever like the, their whole lives so it's uh-huh. like to tell them something different it's going to be like wait huh yeah what you want me to do what allow people to acclimate and accommodate and accommodate them d- during their acclimation like some people may be ready for one particular thing and may not be ready for a full moment. Some people just may be ready for to learn how to, you know, properly meditate, you know, for meditation right. forms, mm-hmm. forms and techniques that work for them. They might not be ready for a full moon ritual or a spiritual bath or a moon bath. Like, it's so many levels and layers and you just kind of have to introduce it at a, at, at a speed or a rate that's, you know, comfortable for them. Right, that's that meeting people where they are mm-hmm. in their journey. Ooh, yeah, I'm I guess I am a little impatient when it comes to that. But anyway, so this next question is a little random. And I want to get in your business a little bit. So just brace yourself. Okay. If someone wanted to take you out, where would be the perfect place? Mm, I think it would depend on, like, where I'm at. Like, if I'm at home in Houston or if I'm in New York. I'll have different different preferences, but since I'm in New York at present time and that's where I live, I would say the perfect date would be something that's I like things that are tailor made for me. So I would say do a little bit of your research via social media, whatever. <laughs> you want somebody to stalk you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to stalk me, but if you're actually interested in me, then it should be no issue for you to do a little a little bit of research and say, Okay, I see he got and I'm just using, uh, you know, ideas because that's not the case. I see he got orange flowers in every third picture. So let me get some orange flowers. I see he always mm-hmm. at a park. Let's go to a park and sit down and have Thank you. a little like, situation. Damn. Like, put some put some effort into it. I don't want the copy and paste dates. I don't want to just go to right. the movies. I Something don't want to just online. No, right. no. I, want, I like things tailor-made for me when it comes, especially when it comes to human interactions. And switch comes to human mm. interactions that are that are romance related. So tailor make it for me. I don't want. I don't even want gifts that are just like, oh well, such and such like this. No, no, no. Get something specially made for me. I don't care if it just costs fifteen dollars. If it's specially made mm-hmm. with me in mind, I'm going to appreciate it. And it's going to elevate you and my <coughs> eyesight. And you always want to. If you're interested in me romantically, you always want to be elevating. You don't want to be, right. no, nah, I'm pressing, you know, the down button on your elevator because you got to go. No, you want to be elevating. Thank, oh, God. I know we related because that, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, okay. Last <laughs> question, well, it's not the last question, but 
describe Afropunk for me. Your last time you went to Afropunk and how did you come up with your outfit? Because I loved it. And I'm going to post that um, when I post this episode. Because <laughs> um, I lived. Afropunk for me is this... Oh, it is this heavenly space of black people. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about Afropunk from, from the stance of like the people I get to me and not what I think about the owners of the, of the, the events, because I, I, we don't have to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the type of <laughs> yeah. people you meet there are people who are on that wavelength, who are yep. spiritual beings, who are ethereal beings and celestial bodies. I think that's the perfect way Mm -hmm. to phrase it. People, Mm -hmm. like, Afropunk was one of the first places I've ever been in my life where I got nothing but love. And I ain't just talking about people saying, oh, you look nice. Like, you, people could be across the field and you can feel their energy of like, the energy, I just yes. wish you well. Like, you just look amazing. Thank you so much for being here. And they don't own the spot, but they just like, it, it just was a celebratory, peaceful space. And I think being inside of that, like the first time I went out, which I think was 2016, I got drunk off of that, like drunk with like happiness and joy. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. And not only was people like operating in peace, but people look so damn good. The creativity was Listen. on thousand. Mm. okay? 20,000 to be around people who I felt like saw me, saw me. And to see yes, the people. real you, yes. see, see your soul. Yes. They didn't see just you; they, they saw, saw your soul. Soul, and to be reflected in the many brown and black and beautiful faces that I saw, it just felt like I was home. I felt like that was the first time I've been at a public event or venue with thousands of people. Where I felt safe. I legitimately mm-hmm. felt safe. It was not a single place that I moved or went to that I did not feel safe. And there are all types of people there. There, there are black disabled people. There are black queer people. There are black trans people. There, there are hetero black people. There's every fat black people. There, you mm-hmm. know, there's every type, and everybody was just embracing. Even if you didn't understand somebody, you embraced them, and it just was something amazing. Mm-hmm. And every year, my my looks. I, I I asked myself like what I asked my creative self like what do you want to do what you like what you want to do and myself be like you know I want you to go and get these supplies and I lay them out and I just start making I don't ever really have a a, a finished idea in my head I let my hands mm-hmm. start doing the moving because in my with me being a creative with, with my hands, I feel like sometimes they, they take on a life force of their own. They, and, they just and, do it. And yeah, you never know what the hell's going to happen. And, I have, and then closer towards the end, I still, my mind starts to edit. Okay, like, all right, I want this to go like this, and I want that to go like that. But my hands, they got the mind of their own. And I just, I don't like, this year, like, somebody, well, last year, not last year, 2018, somebody told me I look like mm-hmm. Obotala who is an Orisha. I believe he's the god of hair. Um, but that was when I had mm-hmm. on the all-white look. And in 2019, I was like, you know what? I actually want to channel that energy. And so that's when I came out with the cowrie shells, you know, draped off my face. And, and if, I don't know if you noticed, but every... I fucking lived. <laughs> every... When I tell you, I was like, look at my motherfucking cousin. <laughs> yes. 
And you know what? If I could go out dressed like that every day, I absolutely It's crazy. Right? Because... That's why I'm like, why is it not so many spaces like that? Like, why is that the only space where you could just well, you, be yourself yes. and have somebody be like, look at you. Yes. 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 Do that shit. Yes. Me and my best friend walked from my place in Harlem to the train station, which is about three blocks away. And people were like stopping and like, you guys look amazing and just this and this and that. And like, I remember when we would come back that night, like this guy was like, had circled us like three times in a sprinter van. And we watched him look like, I don't know what this man about to try because he's in a sprinter van. So I don't know what you about to try. Mm -hmm. But he jumped out and he was like, you guys look like the the Brazilian guys that we celebrate during um, carnival and this and this and that. He was like, can I pay for you guys to come down to Carnival? And we was like, yeah, like, we was like... Yeah, absolutely! <laughs> I mean, COVID happened, which is why we didn't end up going, but, you know, right. he, he was like, you guys just look amazing, like this and this and that, and it just, it feels good to be celebrated just for being your damn self. We, like, when we got off the train over in closer, I don't know what that area is called, but it's like by Dumbo, we got off the train and walked to the park. Um, and of course, we passed by a couple project buildings, and even the people who were outside having church in front of the, the PJs, like, they was like, they stopped mm-hmm. church and was like, hey, y'all look good. And that just felt good because, I again, I just felt safe around my folks. I felt mm-hmm. celebrated. I felt safe. So th- that's what Afropunk is to me, a place where you get to meet. I've, I've made so many friends and acquaintances who are creatives who I may not talk to every day, but when I do talk to them, I feel nothing but love because they get me, I get them. And I think that's, that's your soul family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. You just got me so excited. (laughs) I'm definitely going to go one year. Whenever this stuff is happening around the world is over, definitely going to hit that up. Have to. So, Okay, so where is your favorite place to travel and why? Because, look, y'all, Kenneth has been all over the world. When I tell you <laughs> that's all he does is travel. Uh, I would say the, the, my favorite place that I've been to so far um, would probably be a toss-up between Zanzibar, Tanzania, and Bali in Indonesia. Mm. Um Okay. Oh, yeah, like I go to Indonesia so bad. Like, like people, people, a lot of people have like you know hopped on the on the Bali bandwagon, like going, and that's good. They should, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people are going just because it looks beautiful, and not really focused on the fact that that when you get off that plane and walk out the out, out of the airport and you see like this deconstructed like temple right in front of the the in, in front of the airport right before you even get out of the airport you just feel all of the love i have that was one of the few asian countries that i've been to that i felt like people just embraced me mind you i had in senegalese twist down to my ass that was different colors <laughs> of lawns okay yes and, ma'am <laughs> and people were embracing me telling me i look good just like showing me love like love 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 was in the air i remember i was just walking like i would leave my my airbnb some days and just walk like just to be you know i would ambulate i just wanted to be out amongst the people and really get to see the culture mm-hmm. and i can't tell you how many of those people stopped me like are you hungry we have food we can feed you this oh it just was like people gave me so much free fabric it's crazy it's crazy like i love that but then also in zanzibar with my black folks like they like this man walked up to me in the fish market and was like 
Welcome home. When I tell you yeah. I bawled out crying. I would have cried. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, say I would have cried. Like, crying. wait. Ugly crying. <laughs> and he was just like, welcome home. And I don't know if my of my ancestors or any of my ancestors come from East Africa, but the entire continent is my family. That's that's my folks. Uh, right. So mm-hmm. to be told welcome home and to be able to move through the city and look like everybody else and not stand out because in many spaces I've been to, like when I've gone to Denmark and stuff yes. like that, I'm the only black person. I'm definitely the only black person dressed like how I'm dressed. You know, I definitely, you mm-hmm. know, with my colorful furs and you know, high platform. Yes, <laughs> your furs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extravagance. That's Listen, the blood. I'm here for it. That's the extravagance. Yeah, I mean, we can't help it. Yeah. We're supposed to dress like that. I mean, we can't dress regular. No, no that's the camp that's in our in our everyday style. You know, so right. Um, yeah, people think we dress extra. Like, no, this is how we dress like all the time. Yeah, you know I mean? and, and all of my favorite places have been my favorite places because of the people. Now, don't get me wrong, Zanzibar was absolutely breathtaking to see those type of turquoise waters and white beaches and black folks populating dot in the beach it was just everything Hmm. everything and same thing in bali like i got to go to a black sand beach for the first time when i was in bali it was just that's on my bucket list life changing yes yes, okay but you already know we have a family trip that we were supposed to be planning we're still gonna do that. Yes, so. as we should, as we should, as soon as we can. Yeah, we're gonna get <laughs> get the people. I'm not gonna lie, it, the list is it's gonna be invite only, and um, I definitely have to look at the list and be sure that I'm comfortable there. But we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> but anyway, um, so what is your favorite? Now this is gonna be. I don't know if you're gonna want to talk about this, but I'm gonna put you on the spot anyway. Okay. So, what is your favorite slash least favorite memory about the military? Oh, my favorite mem- <laughs> favorite memory about the military is uh, waking up um, the 30th, 31st of a month and I got my extra pay housing allowance. Um, period. period. <laughs> okay, my housing and food allowance and yeah, that was my favorite memory. My least favorite was being one of the only black people on my base, at least that I saw. I was stationed really? in Scott Air Force Base in St. Louis in 2008. Uh-huh. I was literally the only other two black people that I had ever that I really ever saw worked in my command building. And I mean, I was there for about mm. a year and a half. I mean, towards the end, I started to see more black people, but it was way more white people. And like right off the base, it's like cornfields and like it's like bumblefuck and nothing but white folks. And I got pulled oh, over Lord. so many times by the cops. And to be honest with you, it came a point to where I put my military ID in front of my driver's license be, and like, you know, like that's what you have. I swear to God, that's what I would do all the time. Let, just have that one first. Yeah. Like, look, look who you talking right. to. Like, Stop and then it. they would, then they, 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 they would let me go. Cause, and then, I, and then sometimes I was like, why did you pull me over? Oh, well, cause these are out of town tags and this is a military base. Everybody got out of town tags. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Lord, yeah, I'm getting triggered. Yeah, literally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 can skip on. Okay. Last question. 
Um, how do you want to be remembered long after you are gone? Oh, gosh. I want to be remembered as the person who challenged people to grow and stretch themselves. I want my legacy to be the thing that that I was a person who challenged you to rise to your higher self or inspired you to do better, to go harder, to to dream bigger, to dream in iridescent lavender clouds that are raining pearls and diamonds. I want mm-hmm. to be the person that you said this motherfucker Got on my last nerve, but let me tell you, he believed in me, and he would tell me to believe in myself. Because mm. I know I'm, I'm a very outspoken individual. I do not hold my tongue. Very blunt, very direct. And it's very polarizing. People either love me or hate me, but one thing about it, when people come to me for right. advice, they know that when they finally come to me for advice, because they avoid me for a while, they all say, <laughs> you're going to be the last one. one. I ain't going to lie. You're going to tell me the truth, and, and I ain't going to want to, you know, but they know that I'm going to... The truth hurts, baby. Lizzo told y'all the, the truth, truth hurts, hurts, baby. I'm only going to share with you what I think is is for your utmost well-being. Um, so I want that to be my legacy, that I love people intentionally, that I gave abundantly, and that I inspired continuously. Well, I love that. And I just want to say, you have definitely been an inspiration to me. Oh, thank you. Um... I'm definitely loving that we are related. And even if we weren't related, I feel like you would be someone that I would come to anyway, just to live just a little bit like you're living, just authentically yourself. And I definitely appreciate that for what you're giving to the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that just warmed my entire spirit. And you know, I don't like being nice, so that's probably going to be the only time I've been. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much for coming. Look, the Lord not done with me yet. He knows. All right, Steve Harvey. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to definitely hit you up in a minute, but thank you so much for coming on and sharing with the guys. I hope you guys enjoyed my cousin. Yay! Um, I'm going to be. Um, posting your links. Um, put it. Um, you know, I'll, I'm gonna embarrass you. I'm gonna be talking about everything you've done. I'm put your looks up, all that. So, just get ready to be embarrassed because I know you're humble. You don't like talking about the things that you've done, but I'm gonna do it for you. Okay. <laughs> well, I love you and thank you for having me on. All right, I love you too. All right, guys, I'm gonna. Take a break really quick and speak to my cousin offline. But thanks, guys. Bye. I'm going to hit you up in a minute, oh. Kenny. Bye. Wait, what you say? You want to go to space? Why do you want to go to space? Because I like being in space. You've been to space before? No. Oh. But I want to. Why? What do you think is up there? I didn't mean meteors up there, but it's okay. We can watch out for them. Meteors. If, if, there, if there are meteors, we can just jump out. Just jump out? Just jump back out of space? Okay. Just ju- jump out and uh, go to the moon and just 
No meteors go to the moon. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So we're going to stay on the moon in yes. space? Yes, and uh, there's another, another spaceship is going to come and get us. Oh, okay. So we just stay there and wait for a spaceship to come? Yes, I think. You think? Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. we come to the end of the show thank you guys for joining um i want to give a special shout out to ashley she's been on a, well a past episode called the awakening today's her birthday happy birthday soul sister um that'll be all for this week guys remember to love yourself and spread the light deuces